Hey guys, Ryan here with Our Three Cents, and today for episode 10, we are going to be answering your viewer emails. Tune in for more. My biggest tip is to be strategic and to go where your audience is, right? It's not where you want to hang out, but where your audience hangs out. So give them uh, media or content in a way that they can digest it, in a way that they want to digest it, and um, be where they are. Hey guys, Ryan here with Our Three Cents, the talk show for dreamers, doers, and entrepreneurs. We want to thank you guys for tuning in to episode 10 of our YouTube show and podcast. Uh, today, I am gathered here with my co-host, as always, Bree Goldstein and Scorpio Mosley. Uh, super excited to be here with them today. Uh, we're going to be answering some of your viewer emails today uh, and questions. So super excited to have them here. Bree, anything new with you this week? Man, it is so nice to be here. I love this. I don't know if our viewers know this, but we are sitting in NG Production Films studio, which you can't see, but I'm looking around and it is really, really awesome. So I am thrilled to be here. Scorpio, how are you doing? Doing great, doing great. Uh, this season has been uh, very exciting, excited about all the shows that we've been able to uh, offer to our viewers, subscribers, and uh, looking forward to uh, future things that'll come for our three cents. Ryan, how's Nuclear Business Club? Uh, Nuclear is doing great right now. We're actually super excited. Um, we have a, uh, a, an event coming up. It's called Pumpkin Pie and Booze. Uh, we've been uh, get, got the blessing from the city of Oviedo. It's uh, going to be located here in Central Florida. And uh, we're going to have a lot of businesses coming out to advertise their companies. Uh, and the cool thing is, um, you know, we're kind of switching it up and uh, we're charging them absolutely nothing. So, uh, so it's pretty cool. Like we're just trying to bring out, you know, several thousand people, make this a huge Grand Slam event. Um, so if you're interested in that, guys, I won't bore you too much with it because you may be watching this after the fact. Um, but uh, uh, when is it? It's going to be on October the 12th and 13th. Awesome. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, actually, uh, this should come out a couple days before this airs. Um, so, uh, so check it out, guys. Uh, nuclearbusinessclub.com. If you're lazy, Nuclear BC. If you spell it right, if you spell it wrong, you'll find us. We're on there. Um, so, check that out. And, uh, and, you know, if you have a business in Central Florida, we'd love to have you. If you have a business anywhere in the country and you feel like flying down, come on. We'd love to have you as well. So, check that out. Um, and uh, we hope that you all will come out for that. Um, but uh, anyways, guys, really while we're here today, with uh, enough sales aside, uh, thank you guys for tuning in for the past, um, this will be our 10th episode. We really appreciate it. Uh, it means the world to us. And uh, we, we, you know, we, for us to continue doing this through season two and beyond, uh, we do need that viewership, okay? Uh, your likes, your comments, all of that stuff, that's basically giving us a credit rating as a, uh, as a show. And that lets, lets YouTube and these other people know if we're any good or if we're terrible. So please, guys, keep, uh, keep um, interacting with us. We really appreciate that. Uh, and without any further ado, we're going to get into these questions, okay? So uh, let's uh, ask the questions that the viewers want to know. Here we go. These are straight from our social, uh, website, email, uh, everywhere else that we are on the internet. Okay, so first question uh, is kind of generic and probably a, a little bit uh, meant to be funny, but uh, how do I become rich? So this is, a, this is a, probably a whole episode that, that we, uh, um, Michael from Seattle is asking us this. Um, so Michael, uh, how do you become rich? Well, Seattle has a lot of opportunity, but uh, I think I will send it over to Scorpio first and see if he can give you maybe a tip or two on uh, how to Yeah, obviously the resident ex expert on being rich. But um, I would say, um, you know, thinking about, you know, you know the process of being rich, and, and, and the, the the fact that um, I think it's it's relative to what's important to you. You know, 
folks that are rich in, in spirit, they're, they're rich in, um, in, in the ways of life, the things, things that really matter. I think that's probably the, the most important thing that I've uh, gathered from, from my experience and interaction with people. Uh, rich is, is, is relative to what's important to you. So uh, for me, uh, I feel that I'm rich in, in love with my family, uh, rich in, in opportunity that, that lies before me. Uh, so for yourself, I would say kind of look inward and see what's important to you. And I think that's where you'll find your richness. That's a great question. It's, and it's a great point as well, what you said, Scorpio. I think that really, Michael, if you're asking how do I become rich, you should define for yourself what does rich mean, right? You can absolutely become um, monetarily rich, and there are a number of different avenues for that. You can be rich in relationships, in spiritual aspects, in opportunities, in a myriad of different um, things. Like Scorpio had mentioned, myself, I feel that I'm very rich in experiences and opportunities and relationships. And I found that for me, my life is really about experiences and relationships and probably actually in reverse order. So really about relationships and experiences. And through that, I've been able to parlay that into um, several streams of income and make a very comfortable living with my family. And, um, you know, but really, if you're trying to become financially rich, I think that really you need to look inward and, and see why, right? What is it that you want to achieve if you're after cars, if you're after house, if you're after lifestyle, if you're after travel, right? Figure out what it is that you want because at the end of the day when we pass, we don't take anything with us, right? So figure out why you want to be rich, what you want to do with that, wherever, whatever, however you define it, right? With that money or with those relationships or what experiences you want. And then you can really figure out how do I get to that point? And if you're wondering, I have a book called Accomplish Anything, which you can find on Amazon under um, my name, Brie Goldstein, as the author, and that will help you achieve your goals. Awesome. Nice. That's awesome. And I, and I will say I've actually just recently read uh, three of Bree's books. Um, so uh, very good. Uh, I, really, I really enjoy them. And you can find those on Amazon as I did. Uh, so check that out. Really, uh, really cool stuff. And uh, I think it's cool to uh, you know, know an author. You know personally. And so, uh, so very cool. Uh, for me, um, to be rich, I mean, uh, of course, it's, it's relative, it's subjective. Um, but uh, I think, you know, ultimately, if you want to be rich, find something you're passionate about, find a way to monetize it, and you need a system. You have to have a system in place. If you don't have a system, you're not going to be able to scale. And please find a business that's scalable. Without scalability, you're never going to be rich. You may have a great living, but if it's not scalable at the end of the day, you're not going to be able to. The, the, the point of being rich is to be, um, you know, uh, have the experiences, have the access to everything, um, you know, have that fun rock star lifestyle. And, um, you know, so if you really want that, you have to work hard and you have to have some, some businesses uh, or some systems in place so that you can scale above the average individual. Um, so that's my, uh, my one sense on that. Um, and I will pass this over to Bree uh, so she can randomly pull out a question and fire away. Exciting. I am going to go with this one. And this comes to us from Dylan in Chicago. Hello, Dylan in Chicago. You're in my hometown. <laughs> Do you have a favorite guest so far and why? Ooh. Ooh that's a oh. I am going to go that's last. <laughs> I know. Do you want me to take the jump on the grenade there? Or do you want to, you, you got one? You go ahead. You go ahead, Scorpio. Man, uh, that's, a, that's a very tough question. Um, starting out this process, uh, really the idea of it was to engage you know, folks that have really great information to share or great experiences. Uh, so they've all been uh, really great um, guests from, for different reasons. Um, you know, so it's hard to pick just one. Um, if I was forced to pick just one, um, I would probably say 
one of the guests that I brought on because of the previous relationship, and that, that obviously plays a big part of it. Uh, so I would say um, Juliana Orman and, and R.C. Williams, you know, just having a previous relationship with those folks and uh, seeing the growth that they have been able to accomplish from last time we spoke uh, to now uh, was, was really uh, exciting to see that. So uh, if I had to say, you know, the favorite guest for me, I would say those folks just kind of see their journey and how it's played out for them. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's really hard to say. I mean, going from, you know, uh, from Emma to, you know, to Sean, um, you know, to, to the healthy junk food, uh, JP and Julia, to, to Kathy Chu, uh, Dr. Sontag, um, you know, going into uh, Juliana and RC, uh, you know, Jeremy Sisson. I mean, we've just had so many awesome uh, guests on the show. Uh, and and it, please jump in if I'm forgetting anyone because um, Christina, oh my gosh, Christina, we just... If you guys wonder, we do film two episodes every time, so a little behind-the-scenes secret uh, of our weeks. Um, so we did just film with Christina, so I am so sorry uh, about that. Christina, thank you uh, for coming in today, too. She was awesome. So um, so we, we definitely check her out. Her links are all going to be in that previous video, video number nine. Um, so if I had to say my favorite uh, guest, um, you know, I'm a little, I'm a little biased, so I'm going to say... Uh, I'm going to go with Emma, and the only reason I'm going to say Emma is because um, she did me the solid of being our first guest on the show, um, the first person that would actually come on when they, you know, who knew what it was going to be, and it, and it was rough. We had some growing pains, so so thank you, Emma. Um, you know, uh, we're rooting for you for this uh, for, to become the next mayor of Oviedo, and uh, and we really do appreciate your support of the show. So thank you very much uh, for that. Wow. I, um, I actually don't have a favorite guest, and at the same time, I also don't have a least favorite guest. I have really enjoyed sitting down with each of our guests, although I missed the two uh, that were your contacts, but um, I've really enjoyed really sitting down with each person because when I knew them previously and, and they were my contacts, it's just it's a whole different ballgame to sit here and talk to them about things we probably mostly haven't talked about and things we have talked about to hear it in a different light. And I just have so much respect for each person that's come out and sat down with us and shared their personal stories and their journeys and what they're doing. I don't have a favorite, and I don't have a least favorite. Scorpio, you want to pick the next cue? Let's give it a try. Let's see. Pick a good one. Just I kidding. Know, right? They're all good so Scramble far. Scramble them up. Both of them. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We have a question from Carlos in San Diego. Who would, who would, a, dream, who would a dream guest be for you? Would, who would a dream guest for your show be? Dream guest. Good one. That's a great question. I don't question. know who Ryan's going to say, but. <laughs> you, you go, you, uh, Bri, do you want to go first? You know what? Um, both, all three of my grandfathers, I have three sides to my family, and all three of them have been these tremendous entrepreneurs. One of my grandfathers had a clothing business, and he had a, a sports boat business, and he was a judge, and I would love to have him in studio with us. Another one had a, um, a clothing store that he grew in the Midwest, and they opened up to seven locations. I would love to sit down with him. And so my third grandfather, he had a toy store, one of the first children's toy stores in Nebraska, and also he was a pioneer, not just in the business world, but also in his community. He's actually the reason that there is a Holocaust memorial in Nebraska at all. It was with his influence, his pushing, his drive. And so for any of my three grandfathers, I would love to sit down with them, talk with them on the show, and learn from them because they've been huge influences in my life and they're truly incredible entrepreneurs. And so that would be my That's dream amazing. guest. That's amazing. 
Nice. Brian, what about uh, you? Yeah, for me, uh, I mean, I, ha I have some, some locals, and then I'll go ahead with my, my internationals. So, obviously, on the, on the bigger scale, um, you know, I, I would love to, uh, to interview, you know, Richard Branson, um, you know, obviously, um, you know, Jeff Bezos, um, you know, um, Tesla, uh, Elon Musk, um, you know, Dream, dreams, dream, dream big, right? Or, or go broke, Warren Buffett uh, included in that. Um, but uh, on a more localized level, I would love to interview Daryl Toll, the CEO of Advent Health uh, in the local Central Florida region. I would love to interview um, uh, Sean Mangan. He's uh, one of my one of my good friends and sponsors with my sports company, uh, who owns uh, approximately thirty Little Caesars between here and South Carolina. Um, so I'd love to interview him when he has some free time. Uh, also, Michael T. Gibson, uh, Central Florida's own auto justice attorney. I would love to interview him. The guy's awesome. He's been so good to me over the years um, and is really, really just a class act. So I'd love to interview him when he has free time. So please, guys, answer my emails. I want to see you on the show. Um, but uh, that, would be, that would be probably on a local level. Um, of course, Gary Vee on the, on the international level as well. But uh, that's, that's pretty much it. I mean, I mean locally. Uh, also, um, one more, uh, Brian Wright. Um, he's uh, with the Wright family. They own several uh, McDonald's um, franchises in the Central Florida market. I would love to interview them uh, about their journey with the McDonald's Corporation. Um, so that's, that's for me. Scorpio? Cool, cool. Those are obviously some great, great, great folks to, to bring on the show. I know for me, just I, I could narrow it down to, to one. There's a lot of people that I would like to, to bring on, but I'd probably narrow it down to one. And it's a, a guy by the name of Jay Morrison. Uh, he's an influencer on, on Instagram, but he has an amazing story. Uh, he's a founder of Tulsa Real Estate Fund, uh, basically the first black-owned Tulsa uh, real estate fund in the country. Um, has a really, like I said, uh, important story where of overcoming. Uh, has a history of, of you know, growing up in, in lower income and you know, going through those trials and tribulations, but has really turned things around and uh, created an opportunity for a lot of folks to really turn their lives around. So I think that would be like a dream. When I think of dream opportunity, I think of one that you may not be able to, to make happen. Uh, but if we're able to kind of keep this thing going with our three cents, maybe down the line, that's something we can make happen for us. Good deal. Awesome. So we'll pass it back. Back to Ryan. Oh, yeah. I like this. This is, Go, this is fun. Yeah, let's see what we got here. All right. So we go right in here. Um, here we go. I think we've already touched on this, but uh, Robert from Philadelphia would like to know, where do you film your show and how big is your production team? So, uh, so Robert, great question. Uh, obviously, we've touched on that, and we we're going to do a follow-up uh, in the future with uh, where we actually interview some of the production team. Right now, unfortunately, they're behind the camera, so we can't do that. But, um, but we're working uh, with a couple different production teams right now. We're working with um, the uh, NG Production uh, Films, uh, which uh, is is awesome. They they've took over as of episode um, seven of the series. So, uh, so make sure you guys. Uh, you know, do, do recognize that if you see some of our earlier works. Uh, also, we're, we're working with a company called On Target uh, Digital um, uh, Marketing uh, over in Maitland, Florida. So, so we're working with both of these companies. They do the podcast side of things, um, and their team's very awesome. And, uh, and with um, the NG Promotions, uh, or Productions, excuse me, they're doing a fantastic job, too. So I know I kind of answered that question, but for me to pass it off to you guys, yeah. kind of nicely, so I'll just pass it over to you. All right. And, oh, and to answer the size of the team real quick, I'm so sorry. Size of the team, uh, NG Productions uh, and um, On Target are very, very large teams, so I couldn't even tell you how many people are currently working on this project, uh, but uh, we're super excited to have them, and it's going to get better every episode. I am going to take this one, which comes to us from Serena in Toronto. Hello, Serena. What are your favorite books on business? Scorpio, you want to kick this one off? I'll give you the Ooh. cup at the same time, the mug of questions. Favorite books on business. Hmm. 
I think of, uh, I'm a big fan of Audible, so lately Audible has been my, my means of uh, books and things like that. And as I think about my favorite ones, uh, I would have to say, um, man, I gotta pick a favorite one. <laughs> no, let's go back to you? Yeah, I'm drawing a blank, I'm drawing a blank. Bree, do you wanna take over? Sure. I am completely biased. Full disclosure, my biases show on almost everything. I'm not good at faking it. And I will tell you my favorite business book is Start From Success, written by my husband. And the reason that I love it is it is good for any dreamer, it is good for any doer, and it's good for entrepreneurs. Because it teaches you how to find an idea, test an idea before you invest in it, and then take it from ideation through fruition and implementation to actually start a business and run a business and implement those systems that you said that you talked about and are so necessary. So I love Start From Success by Joel Goldstein. I read it multiple times, not just to um, edit it, but actually to read it because he has some great advice and I recommend it all the time. You can find it on Amazon under Joel Goldstein. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, I, I do actually. Um, so, uh, so I'm pretty transparent. We've probably talked about this before already with some of the uh, over this over the episodes. But um, the, probably the best, and it's an you got to get the Audible. Go to Audible. I'm giving them a free plug right now. You got to go to Audible and get the book Extreme Ownership um, by Jonko Willock and Leif Babbitt. Um, one of the best, most immersive experiences listening to the audiobook that I've ever kind of went through for a book. So, um, you know, I can't, I don't like reading books because they're boring to me, but I, I love the audio books because I, I, can, I can retain the information a lot better. And the way that, uh, he, that, that, that the, um, the author tells the story, the narrator tells the story, you know, there's sound effects and there's machine guns going off. And then they take it back how the chaos of the battlefield can relate to the, the chaos of work. And they basically say, hey, you know, you're not going to get killed in the corporate world, guys. You know, toughen up a bit and take ownership for some of the stuff that you're doing right or wrong, you know. And so, um, so that book, if, if I have to recommend any book get the audible version you got to get the audible version listen to the audiobook um, but it's god it's so awesome it, it's probably one of the best books I've ever read um, and I read hundreds of books uh, a year so um, so definitely check that out I'm not gonna even push anything else that's the book no definitely great 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 selections I'll look I'll, I'll look into Joel's book Obviously, that sounds like a great one too uh, I guess I was stumped because I was whenever you, you the question was asked business books and most of the books that I read are, are more of, of kind of self-help if you will Kind of thinking about how do I refocus and focus and make make sure I'm making the changes that I need to make to be better. So uh, as I think about those, uh, there's a book that was that's called Atomic Habits um, by uh, James Clear, and it just talks about the evolution of change and how you're able to to adapt to different situations. And that those things are helpful for me when I think about business because I think about all the things that you have to overcome. And once I start to look in, look within and 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 realize that you know there are things that I can do differently. There's things that I can uh, approach differently with my with my change in attitude or change in my focus. That's going to allow me to achieve the things that I want to achieve, goal by goal by goal. So that those are the things that I use to kind of help me push forward. So uh, Atomic Habits by James Clear, and then also Start with Why by Simon Sinek. Uh, and I think that's a really great book to kind of get help helps you uh, kind of understand you know what are the reasons why you're, you're starting the things that you're starting. Uh, so you have that 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 starting point to uh, focus your passion and then move forward from there. So I would say those two would be most important for me. Awesome. Cool. Is it on me? It's yeah, on you. Question. Yeah. Oh. It's you. Unless you want to drink I'm it. holding the cup. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. These questions are a little bit more um, involved than I thought. Good questions. Good questions. Yeah. Thank you, viewers. Please send us more. Do so again. this is from Joanne. 
I won't say her last name, but this is from Joanne in Cincinnati. Do the hosts have stylists or do they dress themselves for each show? <laughs> you, you Ryan, we'll, we'll start with you on that one. Okay, so first off, whoever, whoever asked that question, I love you. Uh, thank you so much, um, uh, Mom, or whoever sent that. Um, we do not have stylists. Um, I do pretty much exclusively wear men's warehouse brand. So if anybody from men's warehouse is watching this, I would love, love, love some um, hookups on some clothes. Um, so, so definitely um, we do not have stylists, but uh, I have a great couple guys that I work with in Central Florida uh, at the men's warehouse um, that help me out um, with, with my clothing, cho clothing choices. So, um, so yeah, that, that for me, uh, no stylist, but uh, that's, that's kind of where I get, get the help from. You guys? Do you have a stylist? No, not quite. Um, I've been asked that question before, but my style is... is Maybe Lynn. Yes, yeah, self-made, but it, it's... it's um, I don't have a particular company to plug, but um, if well, I... Well, you do for your eyewear. Yeah, and those are stylish. Oh, man. I know. Yeah, how did I miss that? Like, how did you softball, miss that? She's right? like, right, softball, your eyes. Softball. <laughs> <laughs> so we are real people. Obviously, I missed the softball. Um, so yeah, as far as stylists, uh, I do have my own eyewear stylist, and it's yours truly. Uh, so my own brand, Scorpio Lamont, you can find that on www.scorpiolamont.com. All the social media platforms, you'll find me at Scorpio Lamont Eyewear. Uh, so definitely take a look at us and you'll take a look at our story uh, and find out more about you know, what we're doing and why we're doing it. And uh, we'd love to answer any questions that you have uh, with respect to that. Uh, as far as clothing, uh, I've always kind of fancied myself as a bit of a fashionista, not a fashionista. Uh, so I just like to wear different colors and different styles. Uh, but no, I'm my own stylist and... I always remain my own stylist. I don't have a stylist either. I could use a hair and makeup person. If you got some tips on clothes you like, colors, maybe better patterns, send them my way. I'm totally open to all that stuff. All right, this is uh, so far so good. Let's see what we got here. Let me just get in personal. Here. I know. All right, I like the personal ones. They're fun. That means they actually can relate to us in some way, shape, or form. Um, okay, so if you could be a guest, on any other show, what show would it be? This is from Tyler in Georgia. So Tyler, hey, thanks for, uh, thanks for sending in the, uh, the message. Um, well, I'm gonna go ahead and pass it off to you guys uh, first so I don't hog all the limelight. Uh, Scorpio, you wanna? If I could be a guest on a show, wow. YouTube or, or TV, I'm assuming they mean. Hmm. Or a podcast. Or a podcast, short, yeah. Maybe. yeah. I like sports, so I like sports. Um, talk about sports all day long, so I would say college game day. So college game day, Saturday mornings, um, I'm up right at 10, tuning in, uh, just taking in all the excitement about college football, all the pageantry, pageantry um, you know, so I love it, and I, I'd love to be on there to talk about it, give my opinions on it. Uh, so when you think about, you know, as far as a show, that'd be a show I'd like to be on. It'd be a lot of fun. That's awesome. I would go for a podcast. I'm a big podcast listener. I consume them almost every time I drive, especially if I'm alone in the car and I don't have my kiddos with me because they, they like their music and I like their music, so we listen to their music. Um, but I would choose a podcast from NPR. I think they're awesome, whether it's from StoryCorps or it's Hidden Brain or another one I like, and I don't actually think this is NPR. It comes out of a university, uh, although it's called The Science of Happiness, where they do different experiments to improve happiness and increase happiness. And that's, I've actually used them in my classroom. I like all of those. I would choose one of their podcasts. Nice. Uh, I think for myself, uh, if I'm going, oh, geez. Um, 
I mean, if I'm going like like grand scale, I'm gonna go. Uh, I would like to be on Re uh, Kelly and Ryan because I like the Kelly and Ryan show a lot. You just um, like the name. Yeah. Well, I do. <laughs> and I, exactly. I, I love. Uh, full disclosure, I love Ryan Seacrest. Uh, I think he's awesome. I love him as a businessman, and and just I just think he's cool. But um, so so I would I would love to go on that show. Um, in in the grand scheme of things, but uh, on a more realistic level, um, I'd love to be on a local show called the Florida Roundtable. Um, I love that show. It's a uh, like a podcast uh, show on early on Sunday mornings when I happen to be up. Um, so I like that show a lot. And uh, other than that, of course, you know Gary V. Call me, reach out, please. I'll, I'll travel. Um, you know, I'd always love that experience just to even be in your aura. So that those those would be mine. Awesome. Oh, back to Bree. Hello, Dwayne in Sydney, Australia. Wow. I have not been to Australia. I've been to New Zealand a couple of times. I have family there, but I've not been to Australia. Nice. So, uh, let's see. If you were an animal, what would you be? <laughs> Man, you want to start? I'll start with that. Two answers. So, um, with the name Scorpio, people get to ask the question all the time. Is it, is it, is it scorpion or scorpion? No, scorpio, not scorpion. Um, so maybe I would be a scorpion. I don't know. Uh, but the real answer that always comes to mind is 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 a uh, is obviously not obviously, but is, is a lion. Uh, just like the what it means uh, in the Bible. Obviously, you folks that, that read the Bible, you know some of the meanings behind that. But uh, I, I just think like the strength that it portrays uh, and the, the sense of pride, um, double meaning there. But the sense of pride that it that it exudes. So probably a lion. Hmm. Right. Damn it, Scorpio. Um, oh, I'm sorry. So, uh, so uh, I'm born in July. I'm a Leo. I would be a lion. Uh, but I guess since Scorpio took mine, I guess um, if I had to be another animal that's also fun, um, hmm, that's a tough one. Maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe a mongoose because they kill snakes, and I'm terrified of snakes. I don't, I don't know. That would, that would be maybe me. I don't know. Brie? I totally thought you were gonna pick the bald eagle. Uh, you know, I'm, I have a fear, so I'm, I'm, I'm staying away. I, you know, I keep my row game going or whatever. So I'm, you know, just kidding, just kidding. But. Oh my goodness, it's, I've thought about this question so many times, and for me, it completely just depends on my mood and the day. And today, I would be a gazelle. I didn't get to hit the gym this morning, so gazelles are beautiful runners, and they just kind of fly through the fields and. Why do beat gazelles? Only if they can Sorry. catch them. I'm pretty Sorry. quick. <laughs> nice. Good you know, I'm taking a question. All right. We're getting down to the bottom here. Nice. I have a question for each of you when we're finished with our viewer yeah. questions. When we get it back next to you, why don't you take that opportunity in, in, okay. in place of your... All right. I'll be happy to. All right. This is from Hunter in Ontario. Hunter wants to know what other career you would have if you weren't an entrepreneur. Who wants that one? You want me? Go for All right, it. I Go got this it. down. So if uh, if I could be any anybody else besides what I do now, it's very very easy. Um, I would be an astronaut. Um, I think that that's a cool cool job. I'd like to be an astronaut with like the new the new uh, age of space uh, with like um, SpaceX and, and and some of these other players. Um, so I think it's really cool, especially living in the Central Florida market um, with you know with the space um, history here. Um, so that would be my first choice. Uh, second choice would probably be like um, you know one of those like travel vloggers where you just get to go everywhere cool and like write about it. I think that'd be fun. Um, so that, that would be mine. Awesome. I would work with animals, whether I'd be training them or helping them medically or just playing with them all day, making them happy. <laughs> I would totally dig that. And uh, you know, on my side job, 
I'm a teacher. I teach at UCF. And that's not exactly entrepreneurial, although I did get to create my class. And I did walk in, the complaining came out, the job is a short story. So maybe it is. But. Cool, cool. Um, so yeah, I'm, like Ryan, I'll take two. Uh, the dream, dream job would be uh, an athlete. Now, what guy doesn't want to be an athlete? So NBA player, NFL player, that would have been awesome. Um, but not everybody's blessed with the genes to do that, right? So uh, other than that, I'd really like to to make happen uh, a uh, mentor program that which I'm actually trying to do now with uh, with uh, some of the capital gain capital gain from my my company. So really being a, a mentor and, and pouring back into the community where I'm from, not a lot of opportunity, but I think uh, you can create opportunities with you know your, your education and how you approach life. So being a mentor and, and creating a, uh, a a program for those folks that are uh, don't have the best opportunity. So that would be my dream job, if you will. Cool. Awesome. And throwing it back to me, I also forgot this one. Coming from the healthcare setting, I'd also like to be a physician. I think that's really cool. My brother's a doctor, and, uh, and those guys get mad respect, and they're just, they walk in like bosses. So I would definitely like to be a physician. Um, I think that's a cool, coming from the health cub, uh, healthcare field, uh, cool job. Really cool job. All right, so here we go. Um, ooh, best uh -oh. tip for grim. Oh, let, me, let me say it right. Best tip for guerrilla marketing. Okay, if you're not, if you don't know what guerrilla marketing is, um, Google it, guys. But basically, it's just a, a non-traditional or standout tactic to use uh, for marketing your company that's against the traditional norms. Um, so uh, my best tactic would be, um, you know, and I and, 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 and code enforcement, please don't come find me. But um, you know, the, some of those uh, bandit type signs um, have have been some of the most success that we've seen uh, with with some of our, our sports companies and some of those. Um, and I feel like you know it's okay because we do give back a decent amount too to the community. So it's a win win guys okay so so partner with us on that um, but uh, that would be my grill marketing tactic would be um, you know uh, find something where you're not competing with 20 other people you know when people read those signs because they're at a traffic light they're bored they look over they have one option to read so they read it real quick they either instantly disregard the information or they say hmm let me lock that in. I might need that. And then they see another one two streets down. Before long, they've taken a picture of the sign or they've called you. So, so that's um, you know, a, a little tip. Please don't everyone do it, though, because it makes you look bad. So um, we had enough politicians already doing it. So uh, pass it on to Bree. My biggest tip is to be strategic and to go where your audience is. Right? It's not where you want to hang out, but where your audience hangs out. So give them uh, media or content in a way that they can digest it, in a way that they want to digest it, and um, be where they are. Man, and that's exactly what I was going to mention. Find your audience. Um, aside from that, I, I personally, I haven't used it to, to, the, to its fullest extent, um, but I think more than, more than anything is, is finding your audience and being where they're at. So I hate to kind of duplicate what you just said, but that was That's the main right. thing that I thought about when, when you said it from the start. So You can duplicate yeah. it. I give great advice. <laughs> <laughs> back from, back from advice. Advice. <laughs> so I'm going to pass the mug directly to Scorpio. I'm going to ask you a brief question instead of picking out one of our viewer questions. Cool. Ryan, mm -hmm. Scorpio, what is something that our viewers don't know about you? Oh, Ryan, go for it. Something they don't know about me. Yeah. We um, give them little updates every show, but... Okay. Um, no, something they don't know about me. Um, I, I, I like playing tennis. Um, I used to like playing guitar, but then I became so busy with life, I just collect them now. Um, I, I love my kids. Uh, I have four children, um, three, three uh, awesome girls and one boy. Uh, my wife's awesome. She puts up with all this stuff and, 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 and does a good job of it. 
And um, so that's kind of uh, maybe some stuff you guys don't know. I also, I love the beach. Um, I love anything entrepreneurial. Um, I guess that's pretty much all obvious stuff, but um, that's it. And, and just so you guys know, obviously, uh, uh, probably one, one thing that's probably the most standout, I don't usually dress like this. I actually dress pretty normal most of the time. This is, uh, this is actually more uh, for, for the, obviously, the, uh, the theme of the show. So that would probably be my, uh, probably some things you might not know about me. Cool. Um, starting with uh, family, obviously, uh, for me, father, father of three girls. So I live in a house full of women. Um, it's, it's pretty interesting, but it's fun all, all the same. Um, girls are really caring and, and, and it's, it's just such a beautiful relationship with my daughter. So uh, that's, that's a, a big part of my life. So people wouldn't, you obviously wouldn't know that. So definitely want to share that because it's important to me. Um, and then um, some other things uh, as a, I won't say serial entrepreneur, but some things I've tried in the past. Yeah, I used to own a club. Uh, we had a, a partner and I, we had a, a club back in our small town, back in North Central Florida. Uh, pretty, uh, pretty awesome uh, experience. Um, but with those type of uh, environments come a lot of um, situations, we'll put it. Uh, so it wasn't something that was conducive for having a family, the late nights and you know, all the different uh, elements that come out to, to the club atmosphere. Um, but that was one of my uh, ventures back in the day. And look back on it with fond memories, but not something you want to continue to, to uh, stay a part of because it's not really conducive to a happy, happy marriage. <laughs> so. There you go. Let's hear it. What you got? All right. Well, Bri, oh, you got to yeah, oh, answer sorry. your own yeah, question. Yeah. This is a, this is a, a partnership question. here. All right. Um, something y'all don't know about me, I feel like I'm just so transparent. And if you've been to my website, BrieGoldstein.com, you probably know already. Although, um, what don't you know? Uh, I've been to, what, 46 of the 50 states, oh, wow. I think. And... Our app was used in, my app UpDog was used in 62 countries. So based on the map that Yelp puts out, which was one of our biggest competitors, um, our app actually covered more ground than theirs in a couple points, just based on the map that they give out versus the map that we had from our users collected by uh, analytics. And hmm, something else fun that you don't know about me. I don't know. You know I rescued a pig, right? <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. We rescued a oh, pig, yeah. and he was super sick and like two and a half pounds. And now he's very healthy. And after after he got healthy, he stayed in our house for the first couple months, and then we moved him outside. And then he uh, he actually was adopted into a sanctuary, and a real sanctuary, not a lovely sanctuary in the sky. And so he, I go visit him almost every month, and he still remembers me and comes running over. So. He's definitely been a highlight that I don't probably talk about too often because who rescues feral hogs? So It's cool, though. It is. It is very. All right, guys, we're getting down to the wire. Last two. Woo. All right. This one doesn't. Oh, this is Marcus. Marcus from Orlando. How many hours a day do you typically work? Any, you guys want to take, anyone want to take this first? Sure. So when I was starting up publicly related, my PR agency, we hit it hard um, every single day. It seemed like 42 hours a day just because it was all, I mean, I'm a bit of a workaholic. So it was always, how can I either work in the business? How can I work on the business? Or I was always thinking about it, right? I was always looking for more opportunities for my clients. I was looking for ways to streamline processes. I was looking for ways to offer more value. It was just constant. And since I worked from home, there was 
no commute. So it was very easy to just work constantly. So I actually had to kind of extract myself from that environment and force myself to go out and have fun and say, well, it's Tuesday morning and I've done everything I need to do and I don't have another deadline for two hours, so I'm gonna have a half an hour time to read a book or take a walk or get some fresh air. Um, so for me, it's easy to literally just, just work because I love what I do. Um, teaching now and with our side businesses, because I'm a full-time mom of two, I tend to work a lot less on the side businesses and on teaching because I'm momming all the time. But I'm totally happy with that. Nice. Um, I would say, uh, for, for me, I really don't have a lot of balance. Um, I, I generally uh, go to bed around 10 o'clock p.m., I wake up around 2 in the morning, um, sometimes a little earlier or sometimes a little later, but, but generally I get about four hours of sleep a night on average. Some nights it's an all-nighter, some nights, you know, you know, once a week I try to get like six or seven, uh, even eight maybe. Um, but I generally work about 20 hours a day. Um, and, and it's because of a couple of reasons. One, I just, I really, uh, I, I struggle with what I would call like imposter syndrome. I, I don't feel like I'm successful enough and, and until, I, until I can, you know, it's a big psychological thing, so I won't get into that, but until I can really, um, you know, get a handle on everything that I'm trying to do with all the projects I'm doing, um, you know, it's not gonna stop. So, um, so, I, so I work about 20 hours a day. Um, I like what I do, I'm, I'm passionate about it, um, but, but I'd be lying to you guys. We're a show about business, I'm gonna tell you the truth. Um, I go from job to job to job and that's my life. Um, and, I, and I try and find work in my family in between that. Uh, and my hope is that, of course, one day it'll be the flip. Um, but, but at this point, um, you know, I, I've made a, a promise to my wife that until I'm 40 um, years old, I will give everything I have to business. If I haven't made it by that point, I'll take a huge step back. But um, until now and then, or from now till then, uh, it will not stop 20 hours a day, every single day. Um, that's just me. You know, if I live that long, hopefully I'll be successful. Scorpio. Cool. Um, for me, when I think about you know how much how often do I work, I mean it's kind of hard to turn it off, right? You, you can't really turn it off. You're always thinking about it, so you try to find ways to to make sure that you're fitting in uh, the things that you need to work on, the goals that you have set out for you. So it's hard to quantify it specifically, but I I I, I want to be mindful and intentional when I'm working. I'm working, but when I'm not working, it's important for me not to work as well because just having some uh, semblance of a balance. And we talked about it earlier. There's not a true balance. Maybe you're juggling more than anything. Um, you know, having that opportunity to be able to, to decompress, uh, enjoy the journey that I'm on is important for me because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, if, I, if I go hard charging all in all the time, uh, the people that I care most about, you know, I miss out on experiences with them. So, and, and that's, that's tremendously important for me. So for me, you know, when I'm on, I'm going to go all in and make sure I'm going after the things that, are, that I want to achieve. But at the same time, when I step away from that and I'm spending time with those three daughters, my wife, uh, you know, and other family members, it's going to be, uh, you know, a really great time with them as well, too. So I think you got to find that balance. You know, when you think about, you know, you know how much you're working and how important it is, it's not how much I think. I think it's the impact of the hours that you spend working. You know, so if that's something that you're thinking about, uh, you know, be, be mindful of that and, and be intentional when you're working. But you know, at the same time, be intentional when you're not working. You know, spend, spend time on those things that you enjoy uh, to, to be able to uh, revitalize, you know, step back, catch a breather, and then go back at it. That's great that advice. That was my advice. Ryan, you want to take us home? Last yeah, one. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. And, and by the way, on the last question there, uh, Scorpio and Bree's philosophy is much healthier. So, um, <laughs> so don't adopt mine, guys. I'm, I'm wild when it comes to business, and I, I don't recommend what I do. I'm definitely non-traditional, but, um, but maybe it'll pay off. Maybe it won't. That's how the business world works. We'll see. Um, here we go. Uh, 
Okay, well, I feel like we may have already touched on this, but what are your non-business hobbies? Um, and this is from Gia in New Orleans. So Gia, thank you for reaching out. Um, we appreciate it, appreciate the support. Leave us a comment, like, subscribe. Um, like I said before, I enjoy tennis. I'm not very good at it, but uh, if there's anybody out there that's like at a you know average to a slightly above average, um, I would love to love to hook up. Um, and uh, tennis, and if I had time, I would say guitar. But um, you know that's about it for me. Um, Non-business activities. Uh, uh, as far as personally, I like anything um, that that uh, involves exercise. So I've done boxing, CrossFit. Uh, I do basketball. I play basketball all the time flag football, you know, all those things just to stay active, I think is important to, uh, to be able to, 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 to exercise and kind of stay as fit as you can. You know, obviously that's a big part of it. We all want to, to be successful, but at the end of the day, nothing is more important than your health. So I've always tried to, to be involved in some type of exercise to, uh, to stay healthy. Uh, aside from that, you know, being able to travel, I think that that's fun. And a minute ago, I was talking about being able to step away from work and step away from business. Um, one of the ways that we do that is, is traveling, you know, going uh, to different places. Uh, most recently, we went to, to Denver, Colorado and, and skied, and I never skied before, had never seen snow before. Uh, but being able to do that is just an experience that you can look back on and say, you know, when we think about accomplishments, accomplishments are those things that we, we uh, are involved in that, that, that we're, we're happy about and, and, and excited that we did them. So that's just one of the things that, I, that we've been able to do is travel a little bit. So that's what I would do away from business. That's awesome. I am right there with you. <laughs> I love to travel. I love domestic trips. I love international trips. I love going and seeing new places and meeting people and um, learning about cultures and absorbing it, trying their food, trying um, customs, like, I mean, whatever their custom, whatever a custom is, a custom habit or celebration, I love it all. So I'm right there with you with travel. I love adventures, so whether it's going out and looking for bugs in the backyard with my kids, or it's a larger adventure. We were just actually also in Colorado right. recently yeah, and right. went hiking, <laughs> and I was able to kind of show my passion for hiking um, where I used to do it for a job. And I used to actually live in Colorado, and I was able to share both my passions for hiking and my love of Colorado with my family. That was a much larger adventure than looking for bugs, but it was all great. I love cooking. Um, you can usually find me in the kitchen <laughs> cooking up some masterpiece. And lastly, again with you, I absolutely love exercise. I leave my house every day between around 4.30 or 5 in the morning to go to my gym, crush it in the morning before the family gets up so I don't take away from them, come back, and I'm energized for the day. I think we talked about that when Sean was on, actually. Yeah. yeah. My trainer. Awesome. What up, yeah. Sean? It's <laughs> awesome. Well, guys, uh, I think we're going to start to wrap up here. Real quick, we just want to say thank you so much, guys. Really, we, we appreciate everybody tuning into the show. It really does make a world of difference uh, as to whether or not we get to continue to do this. Um, so, so your support is awesome. So please, anything you could do to like, share, subscribe, um, send it to your friends. If you want to be on the show, um, reach out to us. Um, you know, if you have any suggestions, ideas, uh, if you think we're stupid, you know, whatever, you know, please just, uh, just tell us. Let us know. Uh, we, we really value your opinions. Um, and, uh, you know, we just want to hear it, even if it's funny or, uh, or rude. So let us know, uh, and uh, hopefully we'll see you guys for season two. In order to do that, though, we need you to like, subscribe, comment, all that good stuff. Anything you guys want to share for uh, the end of wrap this season up? This was a lot of fun. It was a great learning experience. I appreciate the opportunity. And, um, you know, it's, it's you guys, the viewers, that give us the energy and the motivation and the inspiration to keep going forward. So thank you. 
Likewise, I echo all those thoughts. Um, thank you guys, I appreciate the opportunity. It's been a lot of fun um, and excited about the opportunity of moving forward into season two, but thank you guys as well. It's subscribers, all the folks that have tuned in and gave us the support that we're looking for. Um, just looking forward to, to hopefully moving forward and into season two, but thank you guys. All right, guys, thank you so much. Again, you are watching Our Three Cents, the talk show for dreamers, doers, and entrepreneurs. We'll see you next time for season two.